and welcome to episode three of She Hates Wrestling. My name is Jonathan, and I'm joined, as always, by the Miss Elizabeth to my macho man, my overly understanding wife. Hi. We had originally wanted to do Halloween Havoc from 1991, but couldn't really find the time to fit it in. Hopefully we'll be able to look at that further on down the line. This episode, we're going to take a look at the main event, as chosen, as always, by my co-host. So let's just kind of jump straight into the main event. So, what is the main event? Because you said earlier that you were like, it's a very... It's a very broad title, just the main event. That, okay. that could be anything. So, to understand what the main event is, we have to look into Saturday night's main event. Okay? Right. So, Saturday night's main event was on NBC. Okay, back in the 80s. So, when Saturday Night Live used to show reruns, or wasn't on, NBC used to show a live Saturday Night event called Saturday Night's Main Event. Right. Uh, NBC saw how well Vince McMahon put on two shows for MTV way before WrestleMania 1, and they were like ratings kind of bonanzas. So, they wanted to work with Vince McMahon, so this was their kind of kind of this is their way of kind of getting their foot in the door with the WWF at the time. Um, so it was a huge, huge success for NBC, like massive. There was a Saturday Night's Main Event from 1987, which drew an 11.6 rating, which is the biggest rating ever for the time slot that was on. So bigger than any other Saturday Night Live they ever done. Now that did have Hulk Hogan against Andre the Giant before WrestleMania 3, so it was a big deal. And these events, you know from watching wrestling as a kid, you remember like there was a, yeah, there was a big wrestler, and then they'd be like a wrestler you didn't know. Yeah, it, the outcome was always the same. Yeah, so Saturday Night Live was different, that way you would see a big wrestler against a big wrestler, but it was free on TV, you didn't have to pay for it. So it was a big, big deal. So if you ever got like Hulk Hogan on a Saturday Night Live, it was always going to be kind of a big big success um so the success of Saturday Night Live NBC wanted to do other events so Vince McMahon came up with the main event and these used to be shown on a Friday night prime time mm. so not half 11 or whatever it is on a Saturday night this was like eight o'clock Friday night down with your family um what we just watched was watched by 33 million people 33 million people watched in that. America. That is the biggest wrestling event ever on television. Ever. Right. Okay? Mm. Now, some random trivia mm. for you, just trying to get us in the mood, get us kind of in, in, in the time zone, the time era that we're in, okay? For a million pounds, mm. could you tell me what the number one single in Ireland was when this event was on? What year was it in? Like the early 80s or something? This was the 5th of February, 1988. Oh, right. Um, I don't know like. You know the song? I'm sure I do. It's a very I, popular I song. I songs, but I don't... Uh... Is it a YouTube song? No. <laughs> oh, no. is he sure? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. It was Tiffany. I think you're alone now. Oh, okay. Was We're alone. One. We're alone, sorry. We're alone, sorry. That's exactly what it says here, yeah. We're alone. Hmm. The six matches featured people like The Demolition, 
Jake the Snake Roberts, the British Bulldogs, and the Ultimate Warrior. We got a Macho Man promo at the very start. Remember, he was standing there with his Macho Man behind him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And then we jumped to the Honky Tonk Man. He was standing there. We got the Million Dollar Man with Andre the Giant. And then we got Hulk Hogan. Mm. The size of Hulk Hogan. Isn't he like he's, no, he's, he's huge. Yeah. It's he's ridiculously big. It's steroids out the years at Sion. Yeah. At the moment. It's absolutely ridiculous. I used to when I was a kid, I used to love these because all these certainly main events started the same way with like the rest are talking behind a background with his logo. When mm. I was a kid I used to draw the logos and then most playing wrestlers, you'd stand up in front of their <laughs> you'd stand him in front <laughs> and you'd be cutting promos mm. and then your mom would be like what are you doing and like oh I'm just we're just cutting like we're talking and she's like you're not wrestling like it's just more than wrestling you know so you're all about the promotion you have to, yeah, you have to, you have to promote your wrestling you didn't right. just throw two figures in, in a ring and wrestling normal kids would they would spend so much on their promotion you used to get VHS tapes and make like an entrance way and like a barrier around the ring oh and all. god yeah that's almost yeah then what did you think of those actual an opening to the show? Oh, it was pure chase. Wasn't it? Absolute chase. Just the cheesy montage, like. Hulk. Yeah. Like, it was like a film, say, you know, if somebody was making a film now and they were trying to just take the piss out of something, that would be what they would use. Like, that's what they base it on, just so cheesy. Now, when it started, the crowd, the crowd were wild, weren't they? Like, the crowd were, the crowd were up for it, completely. Um, but they're technically like what seven matches in or something. Yeah, stage. probably well liquored up, like because you saw the. I saw some fella walking by with like a, a tray of beers. Like that fella's the right idea. Yeah, like that's really, really uh, kind of where he was going with that now. Um, Vince talks to the crowd. Are you happy, Vince McMahon is back? Oh, I can't stand him. This is A's Vince. Was the last Vince we saw was ninety two Vince, wasn't it? What a prick. Yeah, so we saw Vince McMahon, but he was accompanied by Jesse the Body Ventura. Who I really like. <laughs> what is that? No, I said like, I like. What's, what, so what's his like? What's his deal? What's his? Well, like I said here, like he's he's dressed like a wizard. I had it like written down. But that's what he, he looks like. You know, Mickey Mouse and Fantasia. We yeah. trying to get the hat. That's exactly yeah. what he looks like. Yeah, he he was very flamboyant. Like as a wrestler and all, he used to wear like like bright. But what's his gimmick? Like what is it? The body. Because your mom was just like, oh, he's just straight from Hollywood. So I was like, is he meant to be like a stuntman? Or, like I don't know. Like what's his? That's Jesse the Body Ventura. I've, I've, I don't know. I have it here. Right. Vin says that Jesse flew in from Hollywood. Mm. So this is February 88. Mm. In 87, Jesse was in Predator and The Running Man, which were two big, big movies in 87. Right. So he has a bit of a small movie career going at the moment. Did he die in Predator? I think everyone died in Predator. I can't remember. He died in Running Man as well. Well, then, uh, <laughs> Both of any films. I think he was quite. He was. He was good friends with, with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, no, he's just Jesse the Body. He's like when he when he wrestled, like his gimmick was he wore like flamboyant clothes and like feather bows and stuff like that. Like he was. Yeah, wear flamboyant clothes. Yeah. But that's that was his tale. His deal. He hates Hulk Hogan. It's clear, like legitimately, hates Hulk Hogan. And that's, does anybody like Hulk Hogan? That's what I love about. Like when he was talking like to Vince, like, what do you call him, Chump, Chump Hogan, and oh, here we go, talking about Hogan again, you know, really kind of Vince McMahon trying to bigging up. They cut to that montage 
Oh jeez, that, that went on. <laughs> I said, you could just picture Vince McMahon like, editing that together and was like, whacking himself off. Looking yeah, like, at that. Oh, I don't need to see him squat, like a close up of his arse, like, I don't need to see that. <laughs> and as you said, like, he, he looks like a ladder sofa, doesn't it? Like, he's, he's mahogany. Yeah. He's actually mahogany. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's not a good look. Um, that was actually, I think that was Jake the Snake Roberts' theme music. They were playing over that. Maybe they gave it to him after, because that would be really weird if that was kind of his music. Now, I'm not, I'm not a big person, I don't lift weights, but there was a point in it where he just had like one weight on each side. Yeah. And he was just lifting it up and down and up and down. Mm. Now, you understand you could be doing a cool down, mm. but you don't need to record a cool down. Yeah. Like, there was a shot through lifting massive and massive weights, and there was, was just one shot. Two dumbbells. Yeah, it was just like, it was, it was like you didn't, we didn't need to see this. It kind of ruined, ruined the illusion. It was like a Jane Fonda video or something from Yeah, like, like a... But did you see, it was people actually in the gym behind him kind of looking at him going, what's your man grunting over there? Did you hear him? Like, <laughs> awful. Absolutely awful. Um, so when they come back, we cut to Mean Jean, and he's backstage with the Honky Tonk Man. Like, when you talked about the honky tonk man you know i you know I, I didn't even think about what what his gimmick was i didn't realize it was just an elvis impersonator it's excellent isn't it no it's really what? really not like what's not to like about it like like when he started wrestling and he came to the wwf did he come with that gimmick or was he given that gimmick yeah he's from memphis you know i get that like wait, it doesn't matter. if you weren't from memphis you'd be, you'd yeah, be stupid no, like. it's he so he i think he started he started wrestling professionally in 1977, I think. So was Elvis already dead then? I don't know. But yeah. look, he looks at the, the, the stage where Elvis is on the way out. Like that's, a, that's, a, that's the look he's going for. It's not like the you know blue Hawaii Elvis. This is like, you know, I'm about to die in a toilet Elvis. Yeah, it was... It was, it was it's, it's, I, I like him. I like him. I like that he called Mean Jane Green Bean. Who's Mean Jane? The little fella, the body fella, doing the interviews. Oh. Mean Jane Hoplin. Yeah, no, so that's the little, the little fella. Um, he then, he told Mealjean, he told me and Jean that he had the belt, the title, and all he needs is the woman. Right. And I was like, two of them things are the same thing. Right. So that that's really, that's a bad kind of pun, mm. or a bad segue into his match. Mm. Then they just roll off just numerous Elvis puns. <laughs> You will know break it down. <laughs> <laughs> Where was Matchman going to be? What? <laughs> In the ghetto. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> now, the Honky Tonk Man is. Do you know Jerry the King Lawler? Jerry. Your man the sauce? No. No, it's JR. It's JR. <laughs> Sit beside JR. The King. Where the, wore the crown, the commentator. It's got dark hair. Yeah. Remember he had a heart attack a few years ago. Oh on, yeah. On, Does he yeah. wear a leopard print? Yeah. 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 That's his cousin. Right. So they both wrestled out of they both wrestled out of Memphis. So like I think that's the idea behind that the the Elvis kind of gimmick. That's oh, a bad gimmick. Um so match one yep. was for the Intercontinental Championship. So the number two belt in the company. Okay? Why would you be going for the number two belt? Why does anyone go for the one belt? Not everybody can go for the. But like, is that not the aim? Like, let's just let's try. Like, I want the, the number one belt. But why, you can't, why would you want the number two belt? But you can't get in. You can't just get in and be like, I want to be a world champion. You have why to, not? You have to prove yourself. 
let's say in a, like a ranking system, you need to prove yourself. You can't just go in like, all right, Hulk, I'm after you. No. Yeah. You be the honky-tonk man. Then we might talk about coming to me. Mm. So, this match was... The match of man beats the honky-tonk man by coming out in 8 minutes, 20 seconds. Did it feel mm. like 8 minutes, 20 seconds? No, it felt longer. Did it feel like, yeah? Yeah. I thought this was just a real... There was a lot of those obvious fake moves in this match. You know the ones where they're, like, they're barely touching but the feet are stamping? There's a lot of that going on. Yeah, because Match Man's very aggressive. There was like, no yeah. fancy lifts or, you know, there was nothing like that. Like, there was just, it was all very yeah. basic, fake yeah. wrestling move. Now, Honky Tong comes out first, right, with Jimmy Hart. He's the champion. I hate when the champion comes out first. Sorry, who? I drawn the tie. Jimmy no. Hart with the megaphone. Oh, yeah. That comes out. With the piano tie? Yeah, yeah. So that's the Honky's, Honky Tong's manager. They come out, yeah, I don't like when... The champion comes out for us. I think the champion should come out second. You should, you should be made way for the champion. Um, then Peggy Sue comes out. Peggy Sue. The honky tonk's girlfriend. Oh, she was so irritating. Now, do you know who Peggy Sue is? How would I know who Peggy Sue is? No. We had a big conversation about the SummerSlam Lindy do. Which one was that? She was the transvestite with Shawn Michaels. She's a little bit mannish. Yeah, you know what? I said that girl looks mannish, but I'm not going to say anything because the last time I was going on with some girl looking mannish, so I didn't want to keep bringing it up. Yeah, so that's Sherry Martell. Man. Sensational Sherry. Okay, so she was playing a character, Peggy Sue. Right. Um, so there in the ring, we mm. then cut backstage again. Mm. The macho man is then talking to me and Jean. Jeez, he was puce, wasn't he? Elizabeth, yeah. It's like a tomato. Yeah, it's yeah, like in the microwave. It's just like, <laughs> blow up. But he's intense. He's very intense. He sells it. Like, it's like, it's it's like, it's all or nothing now for the match of mine. He's going out there. Like, it's, oh, he's, he's not he's half very, arse very, in that. very intense. Whatsoever. Not too intense, though. I always love when somebody asks Miss Elizabeth the question and the match of mine just cuts her off completely. I love that. That's a great gimmick. She just needs to talk. <laughs> it's like, I'm here to talk. That's, that's always excellent. Sorry, um, I know we said, are they married really? Sorry, I they're say. really married. At the, mo- at the moment, in that this timeline, they are married now, yeah. He's punching. <laughs> um, you can't really hear them because of all the, obviously, the, I don't know if they didn't get the sound right or the crowd was just that loud. It's not the point, no, because it was your man's music not learning. Yeah, but I, 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 I thought that was the point, like, I thought it was just that they were... Your man was making a big issue with that he was outside. Oh, you thought that was a gimmick like that? They couldn't no, I thought that, that, that was purposely just to wind him up, but maybe I'm not. Oh, All right, well, that could be a, a legitimate kind of a shitty thing to do. Yeah, man, someone's in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the matching man came out to a massive chair. Like, it was a massive, massive chair. Like, you wouldn't get shit like that now, like, mm. for anybody. Anybody coming, you wouldn't get a chair like that. Um, there was lots of outside interference in this. There was lots of just running around the ring. Oh yeah, like, well, that's what I'm saying. it wasn't a match at all, like, it was just... Don't touch Elizabeth, don't do this, don't do that. And your man kept just putting his pelvis in her face, like, it was just... Yeah, it's... At know. one stage, one of the commentators said, Miss Elizabeth, she wants it. That's Jesse, but they, Jesse Major, he's, Jesse Major is your, is your bad guy commentator. So he's he's trying to get all like, the... What does she want, Jesse? Man. Tell us. Tell us at 8pm on a Saturday night when the kids are watching, what does Jesse want? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, Jesus, yeah, she wants a big man. Yeah, kept mm. on saying it. Yeah, it was really, there was nothing. Have you anything, have you gotten 
No. Of no, you're not. Mm. Not a match. The end of the match, the countdown. Did you understand that now that you you can't? So the matchman won the match, but he won't get the belt because it was a countdown. So Honky Tonk Man was outside for ten seconds. So the match is over. That's stupid. Yeah, so that's the rules. So you have to be in the ring to fight. So if you go outside the ring, you have, a, like, you have a ten count. But like, what if like you're in the middle of the match right, and you're feeling like, right, I'm gonna lose it. I'm gonna lose this belt. I'm gonna lose it. I'm gonna hop out here for ten seconds and then we'll just try again another day. But that's why you'd have a steel cage match. But that's another. Because then you can't get out. You can't get out of the ring. Right, but that's, that's, it's not a steel cage. Well, then everything should be in a steel cage. <laughs> That's just a stupid rule. UFC, like, That's just a stupid rule. If you're dicking about for 10 seconds outside, the other person on the man to get your belt. There. Get in there, back in the ring, fuck's sake. That's find, a stupid rule. To find this real Are you sure that's a real rule? That's that really can't real. be it. You could be in the ring and absolutely bollocks and say, you know what, I'm getting out of this ring. We can. The, the other side, remember the megaphone that Jimmy Hart had? Hmm. If Hongi Tonk Man hit the Macho Man with the megaphone and the referee saw, the referee would disqualify the Hongi Tonk Man. The Hungry Dog Man loses, but still keeps his belt. Because it's a disqualification. Ken, I don't know why we're talking about this like it's real. <laughs> I'm just saying, but they're, they're the rules. rules like, they're, I mean, they're the rules. Um, at the end, I think it was quite significant. Because Macho Man, when Macho Man and Elizabeth used to come to the ring, Miss Elizabeth always held the rope open for Macho Man. She'd sit in the rope and he'd get in. Okay, that was the thing because up until a couple of months, Macho Man was a bad guy. Right. Okay, and he's slowly Macho Man is a bad guy that's turned into a good guy, but he isn't changing who he is. He's still the Macho Man. He's not now pandering to the kids, or you know, like he's not changing his gimmick. Mm. So at the end of this match, when he held the rope open. For Miss Elizabeth, so she could come in. Yeah. That was like a big deal. That was the first time he's ever done that. Right. So that's a full blown, I'm a good guy mm. now to the crowd. That's where the crowd head all out of play completely. Like. Right. And then he lifted her onto his shoulders. Mm. And that's a famous Macho Man Miss Elizabeth thing that they used to do. Right. But again, I'm not sure that might have been the first time he actually did that. Right. And again, the crowd head all that up mm. completely. Loved it. Um, she was really overdressed, isn't she? But she's she not. But she'd in always in gowns. She always wear like ball gowns. Yeah, like completely. These sweaty men running around her, standing yeah. in a ball gown. She's the first lady of wrestling. That's what they used to call. Oh, for like. God's sake, will you stop? Yeah, that's what it was like. So she was Miss Elizabeth. That's what it is. Like it's. So now we're gonna play our favorite game. Oh, who's dead? Right. Is it? This is another edition of Guess Who's Dead. <laughs> so in this match, we had the honky tonk man with. Jimmy Hart and Peggy Sue against. Sorry, who's Jimmy Hart again? The man with the tattoos, with the the, the piano, piano, yeah, sorry. piano toy. So we had the honky tonk man with Jimmy Hart and Peggy Sue mm. against the matcher man with Mrs. Elizabeth. Yeah. Guess who's dead? Everybody. Don't you guess? Yeah. I'll tell you, there were three people dead. Right. Yeah, with the five. Three. Right. So almost like it's. Right. Over 50%. Yeah, right. I'm going to go Macho Man, Miss Elizabeth, and the Honky Tonk Man. Two out of three. Ooh, what did I get wrong? It's Peggy Sue. And who's not dead? Sorry, Macho Man, Miss
are dead. So Elvis is still gone. Elvis is still gone. Still wrestling. Right. In the independent circuit. In the independent circuit, yeah. Still runs the ropes. I would actually like to see that. And Jimmy Hart is still ticking around. Do you think he still dyes? Does he still dye his hair? Like, yeah, like, yeah. yeah I'll show you a picture. I'll, 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 I'll show you a picture later on. Yeah, he still, he still has the chops and all. Like it's. <laughs> see, oh, he's honky tonk man. It's the it's his gimmick. Um, but you could be like, what's that other wrestler with the, the kind of older wrestler with the big bushy hair and he has like, he wears a mask sometimes. And Mick Foley. Yeah, but you could just be like him and just do do something else. <laughs> but when you're blessed with a gimmick like the Honky Tonk Man. I wouldn't man, say blessed, no, come on. Oh, that, everybody would know. Like, my mum would know the Honky Tonk Man is. You know what I mean? It's yeah, your mom. Transcends time. Kids know the Honky Tonk Man is. <laughs> it's a, it's a, a good gimmick. Right. So, the Macho Man died in 2011 of a heart attack. Oh shit. He was 58. He probably finally exploded. <laughs> 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 um, Miss Elizabeth died in 2003 of what it says is acute toxicity, which I think is like a, a fancy word of saying an overdose. Right. She was 43. And Peggy Sue, sensational sherry, died in 2007 of an overdose she was 49 so So these people are either dying of heart attacks from probably all the stuff they've taken over the years or they're killing themselves it's sad isn't it yeah completely run yourself into the ground for a five six year career and then you're paying for them for the rest of your the rest of your life Mm. um so jesse and vince then big up the next match they show a flashback to WrestleMania 3 where Jesse was telling Vince oh that was a three count the referee counts three times you know Andre should be the world champion Trump yeah. Hogan you know the referee was a Hulk maniac this is ridiculous you know yeah. then they kind of show the con- contract sign and stuff leading up to the match you're about to see yeah what do you think of Hulk Hogan's over? <laughs> the boots I was <laughs> the boots I was his cloud trousers his cloud lycra pants that were amazing yeah, it's a bad look. Like, obviously, like, the whole thing is, you know, you're signing a contract, so you're meant to maybe have some type of... Like, like Andre, the corporate, corporate look, you know what I mean? We're signing a contract here, but this, if wearing those cloud trousers and your your knee-high boots, like, cowboy um, boots is your, is your corporate is your corporate wear. It's not even... Like, it's not even, like, you can go, it was the 80s. Because nobody in the 80s was wearing... Well, no man in the 80s, six foot something, 300 pounds, was wearing lycra bottoms with clouds on them and knee-high cowboy boots. No. And a cut-off t-shirt. Not to the office, anyway. And long blonde hair with completely receding hairline <laughs> on them. Mahogany skin. This is me, brother. You know what I mean? Take it or leave it. So then Mean Gene is then talking to Ted DiBiase, Virgil and Under the Giant. Who's the rent boy? Virgil. Virgil. Now, you what don't, do you do? Like, just stand there with the money. You don't remember Virgil. No. When we our first episode, we did we did SummerSlam '92, and Virgil was against Nails, and I you thought no idea who Nails is. You thought Nails was Virgil because you thought Nails was like a black name. Remember, you were like, because <laughs> <No. laughs> you, you were like, I thought he was Nails. Oh. No, he wore like candy striper trousers and had like Virgil written across like under his under his belly on his bottom, so like kind of like boxer kind of shorts. He was wearing. I'm ringing a bell. Oh. He had a lisp. They all have lisps. You remember that now? They all have lisps. So he's so he's Ted DiBiase's bodyguard, let's say. 
but he basically if Teddy Biossi was in trouble he'd fuck Verzo in front of him and Verzo can take the beating and Di Biossi Ted Teddy Biossi the million dollar man right your man the, the suit why have they all got loads of names <laughs> just pick a, pick a name sorry it's would very you confusing rather, for me would you rather me call him the million dollar man yes okay or the multi or the multi <laughs> that was you oh, that was <laughs> And when I watched that, I was like, did he say the multi, multi millionaire man, brother? Like, so stick, with the, stick with the multi, multi, because I, I don't know who Ted is. Is he a wrestler, yeah? Yeah. Right. Under the Giant comes to the ring with the million dollar man and Virgil. No team music. I hate when wrestlers don't have team music. Why? I just think it's... Just come out and get on with it. It's just the... Just the... Plodding along the ring, like and you want some eighties power music. Well, yeah, but like, you, but even like, the crowd didn't even know he was there. Until, like they saw him like halfway out, like you know what I mean. A bit of suspense, a bit of build up. Let us know you're you're coming, like. Why is everybody always sweating when they're coming out? I don't know. Is, is but, every, it, but everybody's sweating. Is it sweat as a water that they kind of like? No, I think that's it. Like obviously they're not sweating. They're like the just, baby oil. No, well, it's either baby oil or it's either water. But even people who aren't even wrestling. They're glistened up as well, look like they're... But it could be quite warm as well in the arena, like... But everybody's always... Glisten! Mean Gene is never interviewing Hulk Hogan. Hmm. Hulk Hogan. Shiting away. About... Does he come up with that bollocks by himself? On the spot. Is it? On the spot. Going for it. Jeez. It's mad, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's all shite, like. It's pure shite. But did you notice Mean Gene desperately just trying to keep a straight face? Like, desperately just trying to just hold the microphone there and, like, just look off. Just don't even, like, make eye contact with Hulk Hogan because if you break down... And the thing is, he probably broke down four or five times doing that. Mm. Promo. Did you notice anything about from when Hulk Hogan was talking to when Hulk Hogan walked out? No. Nothing at all, no. Was he wearing something different? He had a different belt. I wouldn't know it's the belt, for God's yeah. sake. He had a different World Wrestling Federation championship belt. Why? I don't know. Is that annoying you? No, it doesn't annoy me. But it annoys me in a continuity way that they obviously pre-taped the interviews. Maybe the, the on the day or mm. the day before. Mm. But if you were going to use a new belt, why not just give them the belt? They didn't just get a belt like 10 minutes before the matches would take place and Vince was like oh this is our new belt and I was like oh give me that brother I'm going to wear that to the ring so I don't know what, like, what what the thing the difference was like that's how we called him brother for a start like. I fucking sure but he would have been off camera like, like he would have been he still talks he still says brother all the time like there was lots and lots of references when Hogan got to the ring to Dave Hebner the referee hmm any chance Jesse could kind of bring him up to bring up the referee like by name keep on saying oh Dave Hepner made a great call Dave Hepner did this Dave Hepner did that it was really like you should be watching this referee fucking Dave something could be happening here now and then as well when the match start, before the match even started Hogan runs to the ring lots and lots of show about him like he was really getting the crowd up yeah like he's very um, he's full of pantomime like yeah. Like he relies on the crowd so much. Like it's real, like kind of that, like, oh, he's behind you type <laughs> shit. Like it's just proper pantomime. But I think I what I thought was that that's 
that that's his like end of the match routine that he was doing all day so with the ear and all mm. and I was like something's gonna happen here mm. he's not gonna be able to show Bo at the end of this match so he's still getting all his his moves out all his gimmicks out getting all the love from the crowd does he rip off his top at the start of every match every match you yeah. can't just take it off like a normal person no sure he's not good from a cost perspective the strength the, the strength ripping them and I always love the way like his bandana he wears is just a t-shirt that's just kind of cut up he just ties. that's all it is yeah, to it. now sorry some days like I'm sure they invested in bandanas but that's just the Hulkamania just kind of tied up onto his onto his head Um. so match two for the world championship Andre the Giant beats Hogan in nine minutes and five seconds now that's from the bell to the bell because this was a lot longer than so sorry was only like a minute longer than the other match nine minutes yeah but again, from bell to bell. So when bell started, bell ended. Everything before that, that was just a massive, massive... She was completely ridiculous. But I thought the match took so long to kind of get going. That comes back to haunt him at the end, but it's just so long to get going. Hulk Hogan climbed the top of the rope, tried to climb to the top of the rope, which mm. I've never seen him do. Sorry, he's done in this match. What do you mean climb shot? Do you mean like the Like when he went down, yeah, he tried to climb and then Andre Colliman fucked him Yeah, off. he actually grabbed him by the bollocks. Yeah. Like a proper grip. Yeah. And fucked him over. Yeah. And that wasn't even a... It wasn't even a reaction to it, like, so... There's nothing there. Either he's not feeling or there's nothing there. Because... Yeah. Uh, all them... All them steroids, you know? This match just kind of ended. Yeah. Andre got in the sluplex and pinned him. One, two, three. It's over. Hmm. Now, I don't know if you noticed, but there was two fans in the crowd that literally fell over with excitement that Andrew DeJoy had beaten Hulk Hogan. Right. Like, they fell into the aisle, hugging each other. What's his deal? Who? Andrew DeJoy. Like, there's something wrong with him. He's a giant. Giant no. isn't. I know he's a... But, like, is there something wrong with him? No, he's French. <laughs> right. <laughs> Like, are they his teeth? Yeah. Or are they scared of just like Halloween teeth? No, they're his <laughs> teeth. They're his teeth. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. You didn't like the shot when they... Oh, no. They too, panned there, up him. There was too many dodgy camera angles. Like, he could do with a better costume now. Nobody needs to see that. Is it kind of one strap? Nobody needs to see that, like, no. I do. Did you like the... I like when he was walking out and the camera was behind him and then Jesse was like, look, and he takes it the whole shot. I thought that was good. That was a good kind of shot to show how wide he is. Didn't notice. Andre wins the belt hmm. and then immediately hands the belt over to the Million Dollar Man. Yeah. So the Million Dollar Man, Teddy Piazzi, is the new World Wrestling Federation. Now check out your rule book there. Can they do that? Champion. Well, he, what I thought was interesting was even Jesse the Body said at the end, we'll have to speak to the president, Jack Tunney, to make sure this ruling hmm. is okay. Where you think Jesse would kind of be going, oh, Million Dollar Man's a champ. That's it. Hmm. You know what I mean? But it was really kind of Plan to see that, oh no, we'll have to, to wait. No, I don't agree with that at all. Like, in real terms, no. But even in real terms, Andre didn't win. Like, he didn't win the match. Why not? Because Hogan's shoulders were up. What do you mean his shoulders were up? So when they did the three count, so when you do a three count wrestling, your two shoulders have to be pinned to the ground. Sorry, I didn't see that in the rule book. Yeah. I just thought you were just, once you were down, you were down. Like. No, your two shoulders have to be on the mat. So you count one, two, three, and that's it. So when the ref counted one, Hogan put his shoulder up, but he just kept on counting. So that's what Hogan's big deal was at the end. Was like, I got my shoulders up. Right. All these people saw. 
Do you know what you should have done as well? You should have like rolled out onto the outside and just stood there for 10 seconds as well. She just went back. We'll, she just we'll, walked we'll back. Just let him, let him keep on counting. What did you think of the two referees then? Got a little few minutes of fame towards the end there. Was that was that too much soap opera, do you think? Yeah, but I just didn't see the point of it. Was that, that was real like dynasty or that was real like cheesy, I thought completely. Really, that's what stood out for you for what was cheese. We've the whole thing. That's what stood out for you. Don't be ridiculous, will you? I did. I thought it that was. It slotted right in with the rest of the cheese. So you didn't. You didn't bother me. It didn't. It didn't bother me. I was just trying to actually. I was standing there going, which one was it? <laughs> so I could remember. Was it the bigger one or was it the skinnier one? I could remember, but no, it slotted in with the rest of the cheese. Everything okay. was cheese. Okay. Well, that was Dave Hepner and Earl Hepner. Oh, they are brothers. Yeah. Are they yeah. twins? No, right. they're brothers. Um, actually, some of the the moves are actually a bit more convincing than than the two. Yeah, we kicked them in the stomach. Yeah, the it was ring. more yeah, convincing it was, than yeah. the the force match. Than Randy Savage. Mm. Um, but then I don't know if you noticed when Hogan, so Andre and Virgil and the middle man come back, and then Hogan goes to throw the referee out on top of them. Yeah. But completely over throws Hebner. Right. And Hebner hits that ground. Yeah. If you watch that again, he hits that ground. Like nobody catches him. <laughs> completely right. you can see him like rolling like holding his head nobody caught him well he wants a bit of fame that's what you get now they are both I always knew Earl Hebner as a referee down up until he would he would referee every main event in Wrestlemania kind of for a long long time coming forward until he was actually fired for selling merchandise in the car park out of back of his car <laughs> right so he was taking merchandise and selling on the cheap and then Vince found out and fired him. He works for TNA now at the moment. And his brother Dave Hebner. I always thought Dave Hebner was just like he was a backstage kind of worker, wasn't uh, kind of on camera. For the last time tonight, we're going to play... Guess Who's Dead. Guess Who's Dead. So... Do we have a theme tune for that? No. That's what you should look into. Again, team, team shame. Because <laughs> I don't listen to these, so I don't know what you're putting <laughs> you don't in. Really I don't know what content you're putting into this. This match we had Under the Giant, The Million Dollar Man, Virgil, and Hulk Hogan. Guess who's dead? You're probably gonna. We probably already talked with Virgil, did we? We probably already played him in a game already, and now I didn't even recognise the guy. Well, Hulk Hogan is still alive. Yes. Under the Giant has to be dead. Uh, Ted. <laughs> oh, you can call him Ted. <laughs> right, multi. Multi million dollar. I'm going to say he's dead as well. Vigil is alive and well. Vigil. Oh, what was his name? Sorry. Virgil. Sorry, Virgil. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Vigil. <laughs> Sorry. Virgil. <laughs> Virgil. Virgil. He's alive and well. So two and two. You only give me four, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Three. Okay. One person is dead. Oh. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Only one person is dead. Um, Andrew the Giant is dead. Alright, okay. So, Multi is still alive and kicking. Yes. So, Andrew the Giant was 47. Hmm. He died of heart failure in 1993. Right. So, five years after this. So, he, he didn't was, last much longer. He was dead. No. Yeah. No. Right. So, then, those big schmas, Vince. He Schmaz. cuts Schmaz big hoo-hoo, like a hull of blue, like a... Is that a wrestling term? No. Sorry, your own term. term? No, it's not my own term. No, You've never used it on a day-to-day basis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't use all the words. <laughs> never heard you say Schmaz. All the time. Schmaz. <laughs> right, there was a melee. 
A melee? Yeah, What's, a melee? <laughs> What's a melee? What's a melee? Right, Finn's cuts the commercial. What's <laughs> it? Just explain what a melee is. Finn's cuts the commercial. It's a term. No. Oh, for God's sake. Finn's cuts the commercial. <laughs> we cut back straight away and strike force are coming out. Yeah, I was I was geared up for this one. Strike right? Force and their white fancy jackets. Yeah. Uh, Bret Hart and Jim Denham and Lightheart, they're already in the ring. Why was he dressed like Bret Hart? Who? The other fellow with him? Yeah. Yeah, they were the Hart Foundation. So Bret Hart was a tag team before he was Bret Hart in the Hart Foundation. So that's what they wore. But you're not a tag team as well. No. That's oh. his brother-in-law. No, I was thinking of it. Look at him. Yeah. So when this match is about to go going, Vince is like, we got a cut. Hogan is backstage with me and Jane. Get in there, Hogan. Tell us what's going to happen. Yeah. Right? He's all wound up as usual. Hogan is trying his best to cry. Did you did you get that from him? No. Like he was trying, like he was like trying to get those tears out as much as he could. Yeah, I didn't get that. He knew a lot of plot of what had happened mm. very quickly. Mm. The million dollar man paid for that plastic surgery for the referee to get done. He knew that straight away. Mm. Um, they showed the bit with the but the one two three, and he was like, "Look at the hundred dollar bills flying out of his pocket." Actually, that was a question because I just think because I think he hit him or something before, and all these dollar bills came flying out. That'd be a good gimmick. Imagine every time you hit him, all these dollars start flying around the place. Like he's a video game character. That'd be good, wouldn't it? So Hogan, really, kind of just this isn't fair. Blah blah blah. We then cut back to our final match, the tag team title, and it's over. What was the point? What was the point? <laughs> what was the point? Was that so bad? And it's gone. What was the purpose? <laughs> they ran out of time. So it was like live. There and then. Yeah, so it was live on NBC. NBC gave them like an hour and a half. Right. With commercials. Yeah. They ran out of time. NBC cut them off. So see when Vince so what I'm not hundred percent sure, but see when Vince says Good night, good luck, like yeah. we're done. It's over. And then we saw the end of the match. Mm. That's just from when the network came, they just showed you the end of the match league. So oh, if you were right, at home, okay. you, you didn't, didn't see that. You didn't get to see it. God, you're so pissed off, wouldn't you? Especially if you were a big Heart Foundation fan, or whatever, like, you'd be like... Well, even if you like, a general wrestling fan, like, you'd be yeah. pretty pissed off, like, that's pretty shit. Yeah, it was really, really, really... I was getting ready to write down my notes in this match, and then all yeah. of a sudden there was nothing. Over. I actually have WTF. Because <laughs> 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 I was going to say, the wife awards that we do, there wasn't that many, kind of, matches to kind of do or awards, so I'll only ask you... What was your favourite part of the event that you watched? All 47 minutes of it. My favourite part? Yeah. Jesus. There wasn't a lot going on for me to pick from. Your man walking back with all the beer. Yeah, he um, <laughs> probably matched your man turning pink when he was getting interviewed. Like, just the excitement and the, the colour and... There wasn't nothing else happened, like. I just, I just thought that was hilarious. No, no, that's nothing. Your favourite, so that was your favourite part of matching man... Match man talking. The colour of him, yeah. Losing his, losing losing his shit. Losing like, that's, his shit. Yeah. And who was your favourite performer of the entire the entire thing? Favourite performer? Yeah. Did you like Hungry Tongue Man shaking his no, hips? No, no. Did you like Jesse Ventura dressed like Mickey Mouse? No. Didn't like that. Hulk Hogan. Don't like Matcha Man. I'm not going to say Hulk Hogan because he is just a showboater. And I said Andre the Giant thought there was something wrong with him. Me and Jane. Who's Minjin again? The interviewer backstage. The interviewer. Do you know what? The refs. 
The refs. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry. The yeah, because they're better Dave. than Ireland Dave. Because what what was going on there was better than some of the stuff that was going on. So we'll go with Ireland Dave. They were the highlight of the the episode. Right. So it was good. So we need to discuss now the next episode. Hold up. <laughs> that was in my head. <laughs> what we're going to do from now on is that because I'm, I'm trying to reduce the length of these podcasts. <laughs> you cut it down by six minutes. You've only watched two matches. We need to reduce the length of these podcasts to make it easier for you. It's not fair that you have to watch three hours of wrestling. So basically now, so you've watched two episodes or three hours of wrestling and you've watched one that's 47 minutes. So what does that say to you? And we have the same... What does that say to you? Same the same length co- of content. The same length of content. So I do not need to watch in three hours worth of wrestling. So what I think we should do hmm. is we should watch every main event of WrestleMania. Okay? No, not at once. Like, not like every main event. What do you mean? So oh, you mean so like, so like WrestleMania won the main event? Yeah. Oh, holy God. So if people are listening and they might be confused because I would have some questions as well as you said main event. I'm saying the last match on the card is the main event to me. Okay? Like WrestleMania 8 would have two main events. It was billed as the double main event but I'm only including the very last match. Because you know this is called the main event. On the card. This is called it's the main event. It's very confusing. I've broken it into four categories. Right. Okay? So all I need you to do is give me a decade. Okay, so again, you're picking it. It's just going to be random. We're not going to go one, two, three, four, because that'll just be boring. Okay, but what we will do, if you pick, say, the 2000s, when we do our next episode, you can't pick the 2000s. So either way, I'm going to end up with. I'm going to end up watching bloody everything anyway. Yeah, regardless, but it's just, if we spread out a bit, that you each know to watch like full column, full column, full column, full column. That's too much true. Yeah. So all I need you to do for me now is pick a decade. The 90s. The 90s. Okay. So, now I need you to give me a number between 6 and 15. Or 6 and 15. Um, well, 3 and 5 are my lucky numbers, so I can't pick them. So, um, we'll go with 8. The next episode we're going to do is WrestleMania 8. 1992. Sid Justice versus the Immortal Hulk Hogan. Who the hell is Sid Justice? You'll have to wait and see. You will have to wait and see. So, any final thoughts on the main event? No, I just still hate wrestling. <laughs> so, i just like to say as well, people are starting to like and comment on iTunes mm. and Stitcher. So, if people could keep on doing that, because that's good for us. Gets more eyes on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be really helpful if people could do that. Um, thanks everybody who's listened to this episode and previous episodes and hopefully we'll be back for next month's episode where we will watch the main event of Wrestlemania 8 so it's a goodbye for me and bye